0: Welcome to another episode of the Whore Daddies Podcast. I'm your film daddy, John, and <laughs> Carlos isn't here today. Carlos is having fun out a vacation. Love that for him. But he's not here for this episode, unfortunately. So today I'll be doing my own little episode. Uh, probably going to be a short one, to be honest. Um, yeah next week we're gonna have your normal whore Daddies" episode we were supposed to have a pre-recorded one but unfortunately we had some technical difficulties that uh we pretty much figured out so next week we should be normal back to a normal schedule so tune in for that uh before before we start the show i want to say hey you guys like this let me know what you think about the episode down below you guys want more of I I enjoy true crime, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I like true crime, um, you know, documentaries, stories, everything. I I be watching them on on YouTube all the time. I just like reading about them and kind of going into that uh, about the case and everything. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode of true crime with John. I don't fucking know. That kind of sounds basic as hell. Uh, if you guys can think of a name, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, but this could be like a second weekly episode alongside with Whore Daddies. It can be an extension of the Whore Daddies podcast. So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Jody Arias case, which was, uh, that's a wild ride there. Um, Jodi Arias is, I cannot stand that woman and what she did. So, do you guys are going to join me for that? It's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, I want to say that I have a pretty, you know, goofy sense of humor all with respect towards the victim, Travis Alexander. Um, you know, may he rest in peace, but it's all respect all the jokes obviously are going to if I if I even say any are going to be, you know, against her. I don't want to disrespect, you know, the victim at all. So, Yeah, so before we start the actual episode, something has been bothering me that is completely out of topic. But something has been bothering me all week because I bought myself some Tostitos pizza rolls because I said, let me treat myself. So, okay, how do you guys like them cooked? Because I, okay, do you like them microwaved, air fryer, oven? I don't fucking know what, I don't think there's anything else. But how do you like them? leave that in the comments because i'm interested i want to see how what's the majority like what what are people like because i'm gonna be honest i like a microwave say what you gotta say right now i got my i got my own thing on why i like a microwave i got my evidence so when i cook them in the oven even if i undercook it by whatever time says in the bag or in the box It always comes out super fucking crispy, which is nice. I like me a little bit of crunch, but all this stuff in the inside, they they just come out and it's just everywhere. You get like a little bit in there and it doesn't taste good. I mean, it it tastes fine, but like you don't get anything. Also, pepperoni over three cheeses. If y'all, if y'all like the other ones, that's some psychotic behavior and you're probably going to be the next episode of this podcast because no pepperoni all the way air fryer. I think it's pretty good, especially if you undercook it a little bit. It tastes a little nice. There's still stuffing inside, but it still has that crunch. So it, it's, it's, a it, you know, if I'm feeling a little fancy, I'll go to the air fryer, but that's like, that never happens. Microwave though it's kind of soft there is no crunch so if you're a crunch type of person the same for you but i got my this is why i like it because (laughs) y'all aren't gonna judge me y'all gonna judge me because what i like to do he says since it's soft i like to squeeze the insides out and then i just eat them. right so i eat i like squirt it then i stack the skins off like the outside shell i stack them up and then they're like this like this like stackable like maybe three if I'm feeling a little crazy I'll do four Tostitos pizza rolls and then I like chew on it I'll just buy I just eat the skins separately from the inside I know a little crazy sounds a little crazy but it tastes good as hell I've always done it since I was a kid I always thought like oh this I like tasting the inside first and then eating the rest and it's stuck with me ever since so that's that Uh, y'all should try it i'm just saying y'all should try it and it's it's pretty satisfying to eat it um but yeah people think it's super fucking weird i don't think so i think it's fine i think it's it's the best way of eating it so i mean you can also just like chew on it like normal obviously you don't have to do that it's just my method i like doing it that way so fucking yeah whatever um so yeah, guys, leave me down below. How do you like your Tosito's pizza rolls? Because uh, I'm interested. I want to see the I want to see the numbers. Um, uh, but yeah, let's t- enough talk about Tosito's Pizza Roll. And let's get down to murder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm not very good with segues, so <laughs> so bear with me. So today's case we're gonna be talking about Jody Arias. Um, you know. Her crimes against Travis Alexander, which, Jesus. Okay, so let's go. Travis Alexander. Oh, wait. If y'all don't like this, it's trigger warning. Anything, y'all can skip this episode. We'll go back to normal next week. Um, This is for people that like true crime and stuff. So if y'all don't like it, this is not your cup of tea. Totally understand. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. But... Travis Alexander, born in July 28th, 1977, was dating Jody Arias, born in July 9th, 1980. You know, so Travis was part of the Mormon Church, the Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints Church. He was also a motivational speaker at a like a pre it's it's like this purely prepaid legal like thing. And they met at a conference about that. And she, it's like a prepaid legal service. That's what it is. Uh, They met in September 2006. And she took a liking to him. And she ends up even converting to the Mormon church. And already, already a little, a little wild. And she, she converted at the Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints church that Travis was a member. He was baptized there. So, yeah, she really, really liked him. They end up dating for about a year and a half or so. And all the friends and family just wasn't a fan of her. They thought she was erratic, didn't like her behavior. Um, obviously, being Mormon, it probably comes with a little disdain that, you know, they were sleeping with each other. And obviously, they didn't like that. So, you know, I've dated people like that. And it, it is a lot. It's like a, a it's a it's a step forward that they really have to take. And it's it's wild. Um, They end up breaking up on June 29th, 2007. And they still hooked up, which happens. You know, it's, it's sometimes, you know, sex is good. Just, you know, it, it just wasn't all there. You know that, that there wasn't any love. We should say. Um, but they kept hooking up with each other on a regular basis. It seemed out of convenience, honestly. Even though they were long distance, uh, Jody lived in California and Travis lived in Mesa, Arizona. Jody, after the breakup, ends up moving to Mesa, Arizona. And if she would show up to Travis's place unannounced, um, obviously Travis was probably like, well, you know, you're here, so you might as well do something. So, you know. It was just, like, a normal thing. They kind of kept it to themselves. But Jody was always the jealous type of person. So when Travis was interested in a person and started dating them, she would slash his tires, leave harassing emails anonymously as, a, like, a John Doe. Um, she would, like, try and access his Facebook. And all the friends were like, oh, bro, like, you, we got to... She got to go. So, you know, obviously... There were all these signs that she is insane. But obviously, you know, when 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 you're in love with a person or when there's something between you, you kind of, there's blinders off, you know? Someone could be robbing, but it's like, well, I still love her, you know? So I'm sure she was doing all these things and it was kind of like a joke. Like, well, she is fucking insane Jody, you know? Ha ha ha. And pretty much what happened was that she ends up on June 4th, ends up completely unannounced showing up to his place. Uh, Apparently, they were going to go on a business trip to Cancun, and Travis ends up kind of being like, "Ah, I want to go with this other person, a co-worker, a female co-worker, and Jody did not like that. So, on June 4th, 2008, is when everything takes a turn. And let's talk about... What happened in the crime scene. So she visit Travis. They began to have sex. Um, She was also a photographer. And she would like. You know that's how just she expressed herself. And. They end up taking pictures of each other. In like crazy positions. Obviously I'm not going to show any of these on YouTube. um, But you can look it up. There's a, a website I think it's called like wild cases. Case files or something like that. But it's like there's pictures of him, there's pictures of her in like crazy positions. And then they end up moving things into the bathroom and she starts taking these really pretty pictures of him, like with water all over him and like he's showering and they're kind of blurry, kind of grainy, whatever. They're having, it seems like they were having a good time. But at 5, at 529 PM, There was a picture of Travis in the shower, which supposedly he was a very private person. So just a picture of him naked wasn't, you know, but in the shower doing his own thing was like super, super out of character for him. And or that's what she says. At least she claims. Jody ends up stabbing. Yeah, stabbing Travis 27 times. A couple in the chest and a lot of them in the back. Uh, Slices his throat from ear to ear, completely slicing the common carotid artery, which it's like a tube that pretty much supplies oxygenated blood to, you know, to your brain through your skull. And it's a very deep set in like tube. So it's like it's really in there. So the fact that she got there was probably out of anger or she intended to decapitate him or something um and then he ends up having a shot he was shot in the head also with a 25 caliber bullet or handgun because they end up finding a bullet next to his body um after this happens jody ends up trying to drive to utah to go see someone that she's seeing and starts thinking of an alibi uh she ends up Calling Travis's phone, leaving a voicemail saying that she was going on the on the trip that they talked about, and that oh she's she was lost, that she she was driving a hundred miles a uh, completely different direction, and she's so dumb, blah blah blah. What I got from this, I didn't find the actual voicemail on YouTube like by itself, but there's the case uh, or the court case uh, that you can listen to it through there. Um, but it pretty much seemed to me that it was like, let me build this character up that I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so I'm super dumb. Blah blah. You know, stereotypical girl. Um obviously all the friends didn't hear about Travis. They were they were really concerned because it was pretty normal for him to just go on trips. And it's like, oh, we don't hear from Travis, like we'll hear from him eventually. Um 5 days later on June 9th 2008 uh, they, oh, they you know he was supposed to go on a trip with a you know a friend and they didn't hear from him so at that point they got concerned and they went to his place they ended up going into his place and then just they ended up seeing a horrific like terrible sight and this is pretty much the crime scene and discovery. The friends ends up calling 911 after they find crazy amounts of blood all over the hallway, leading all the way to the bathroom. There's blood on the sink. There's just blood everywhere. It's completely insane. They The cops show up and they end up finding Travis's body in the stand-up shower where the photos were taken. And since it was five days later, it seems like it started the bloating stage of the comp, and it's pretty much unrecognizable. If you look at the pictures of him before and after, it's like a completely different person. So it's it's a horrific sight. You know, he starts turning, you know, greenish color. There's a lot of like blood pools or a, a sock like sacks above his uh, like on his body the the i just i'm assuming the smell was also probably intensely strong of not just blood but also the body the comp the comp i can never say that decomposition as you see i have a hard time with some word but you know with the decomp it comes with a lot of smells because the body's already losing a bunch of gases and stuff so that's that literally was probably just a horrific sign and i've i've i haven't walked into like a like a human body, but I worked at a at an animal hospital where you know they had like you know animals and they would keep them in like a freezer thing and they would pick them up all at once and take them to the crematory or whatever they had to take them and i woke up i think I went there like at five thirty in the morning' cause I would work at six and the freezer broke. And all those bodies were just stinking up the place. And, I rem- and and it's if you're not expecting it, that is a fucking... Ha- that is a hard-hitting smell. It catches you so off-guard. So I can't even imagine what was happening here after five days being there. Mine was probably just 12 hours. But, yeah. So I want to, you know, obviously the cops were worried about like who could have done this to him because it at first sight there's so much blood you probably can't even tell what's happening and also you just see the body in the shower so it's like someone attacked them in the shower like that's just what happened so they asked the friends you know can you think of something did someone have it out for him was he involved in anything and everyone points fingers at Jody they're like that girl is fucking crazy. Fucking look her up. She's done this. She's got into his Facebook, slashed his tires, leaving crazy emails. She's super everything. So they immediately pointed towards her. And I'm going to go talk about right now about the things that they found in the crime scene. There was obviously a lot of hair. Uh, they found it said a mix of Jody and Travis's DNA. I don't know what that means. It could mean just, you know, they were having sex. There's probably fluid everywhere because, you know, sometimes you get a little wild. So that's just normal. So they probably found that in the bed, the bed sheets. So obviously it points signs towards her. I kind of I don't know if this happened to her because I didn't see any injuries towards Jody, But sometimes, you know, if you're stabbing something and, you know, there's blood covering your hand, it. cover the handle and your hand can slip and it you can cut yourself with the same knife so there could be the same mixture of you know of blood you know there could be a mixture of blood that's what i'm trying to say is that maybe that's something that they found uh, you know on his body um there was also no sign of breaking so they immediately said okay this person you know it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be a girlfriend any anyone that he was comfortable with because Obviously, this person was let in. There was no broken windows. There was nothing. Nothing that pointed to some people coming in and robbing him or even just killing him. So they also found a bloody towel inside of a wash, the washing machine. And inside of the washing machine, they also found a camera that was damaged. It was supposedly, you know, a recently bought camera as well. And it was just inside of the washer because, you know, why not? It was in there. Um, And then obviously they found a 25 uh, caliber bullet near his body. (sighs) God damn. Um, They also uh, with all the amounts of blood, there was some blood in the sink that it seems like someone was trying to wash their hands. And there was also bloody handprints on the walls. So obviously they had a lot of a lot of evidence just in the crime scene alone. So one of the things is that the camera was a very detrimental thing was that they got the SD card. They were able to get all the deleted footage from the SD card and they found four pictures taken. One at 5.30, which is a minute after the picture, his last picture taken in the shower. That was at 5.29. 529 who was alive at 530 there's a picture of him on the floor and there's blood already you can see some blood so he seemed like he was already injured and then the other ones are just pictures of the floor there's blood uh, the walls it's just like a mess and it's like a, about a 4 minute span I would say and those pictures they really come back to bite her in the ass so Ah. <sighs> They also find that Travis has defensive wounds on his hands. So if you try to put a picture together, trying to tell a story, it seems like she was already stabbing him. He was trying to like back off or back, you know, try to stop that the knife from hitting him and it was hitting his hands. So there's cuts all over his hands. Um, The shallow stabs on his back. And then more than likely, this is, this is so insane. More than likely, the gunshot to the head was post-mortem. Which is so fucking crazy. Because obviously, the, the stabs weren't enough, right? 27 stabs obviously wasn't enough to stop him. The The fact that she slit his throat, getting the, the common carotid artery, the jugular, and the trachea. All to the point almost to decapitation. That wasn't enough either. Jody said nah. Also shot him in the head. Which is fucking wild to me. Like I don't even understand. To begin like how. All those like. how Like how. If if this wasn't premeditated. Like how the fuck do you go from one to the other. Like that is so wild to me. Jesus. Ugh. But. On the same day july uh, on what is it July 9th? yeah, July 9th, uh, Jody was indicted by a grand jury and was arrested on first-degree murder charges. Uh, Jody obviously pled not guilty. she was saying that she wasn't even in the location. She wasn't even there. There's even quotes that age just like fine milk that says, "God knows, I'm innocent." And I know I'm innocent. I had nothing to do with his murder. I would never hurt him. He was my friend. Yeah, those are things that she says during the interrogation, which I have clips of parts that I find like kind of wild. And if you're on YouTube, you're gonna be able to watch it with me. Um, if not, you'll at least still listen to it. Uh, through video on YouTube. You can only hear from one side. I end up fixing it so we can hear through both, so hopefully it all works out great. I enhance the audio a little bit so this first clip pretty much oh gosh i I'm sorry i just i can't i every time I see her I'm like I get angry, but the first video I found it kind of amusing because as we know, Jody in the inter inter uh, in the interrogation, I don't even know what I said. But in the interrogation, she says that she like she's a photographer and that she likes to express herself in photos and everything. So this is something that she says. So listen up. I just. Oh wait. Wait 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 wait. There we go. I just. Let's go felt funny i think because i'm a photographer i tend to communicate more through pictures so i posted a ton of pictures that i had of him um and i have a ton more that i just can't access right now yeah i bet and videos and things that i know his family would want but so yeah she she says that she likes to express herself in with photos and that she can access all these photos for her family, which is something that she says in the interga- interrogation all the time is that she's so worried about the family and that she's worried about what they think about him because since they were sleeping together, they don't want him to think that he's a terrible person, which is fucking wild to me. Um, I find that amusing just because it's like, this is like her profession. This is her hobby. And they find these pictures that the camera accidentally took, and it ends up being like her demise. Like this is what really brings her down, is those photos. So it's I find it very like like the world works in so fucking such a crazy way that a photographer's detriment was her own pictures. So also denying that she wasn't she wasn't even there is so fucked up because even there's even pictures of li- there's literally pictures of her naked like her naked. In his bedroom, with pictures of him naked in the bedroom. So it's like, girl, you can't lie. You were there. You were fucking there. Even the body that when they found it, they could even determine what they it happened. So and they even tell her, "There's pictures of you, girl." There's, and then she's like, what me?" There's no way. And it's like, girl, like obviously they're not gonna show it to you, but it's 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 wild. It's it's so insane that she she really tries and she is known to be very manipulative and we're going to be talking about that as well. So, let's watch our second clip which pretty much is going to be something that she ends up saying that I wow, well, I I just can't believe her. I can't. So, let's go. I wasn't there. But you need to think about what you're saying. This continuing to lie is not going to help you. Yeah. It you know, to something I didn't do. won't well, help me either. Okay, let's say for a second that I did. <laughs> and I say, I did it. Wow. I mean... The motive is there. The jealousy issue. But I wasn't... I wouldn't even say it was jealous. I mean... Oh, there, there may slip been up. Some jealousy there, but then what is I think it? What anyone, caused this? I think if you know if anyone maybe travis was jealous but <clears throat> that's not what everybody else says yep wow so there you go you heard it from her herself that what if i did it you know she's surprised it, it, uh, i don't know she's like well what if i did it what's what's gonna happen like what at one point in the interview she says like I would have worn glove or something. So that could have been old DNA because it's just not the way I would have done it. And it's, it's wild that, Oh my God, it's so disgusting that she's saying all this, like the fact that she slips up that way because she doesn't even deny that she's not there at that point. The cop is kind of being like, you did this, like you murdered him. And she's like, I said, you were jealous and you did this. And she was like, well, it wasn't even jealousy. So it's like, what was it then? If it wasn't jealousy, what was it? And then she immediately was like, well, I, well, Travis is jealous. You know, he was very jealous. And that is something that she's going to be. This is like the first sign that I saw in this interrogation. And later she gets another question, like another interrogation. And then the court case. And she, guys, it, it gets kind of wild. Uh, I don't have clips of those other ones. This first interrogation is kind of insane to me. And I have two more clips to watch uh, or listen to. And it just shows that... She really tries to manipulate everybody involved. Um, This next clip just shows how shallow she is. Because they pretty much tell her, there's pictures of you. You are going to be charged for his murder. And... There's no question about that. There's DNA of you. There's pictures of you there. So on the same day he was murdered. So let's go watch that second or third clip. Um, this is a really trivial question. And it's going to reveal how shallow I am. <laughs> but before they book me, can I clean myself up a little bit? You're going to be taken away can't give you anything else how soon i don't know five minutes two hours say within an hour okay it could be five minutes it could be 50 minutes i need to go talk to my uh, associates here whoa okay so i chose that clip just because obviously it shows how shallow she is um I always think about it. It could be even deeper than that. It could be that she's trying to get as much of the DNA as possible out of her body. Um, You know, sometimes we don't clean the best. Sometimes you can have blood underneath your nail. Sometimes you can have it all over the place. So who knows? Even on your hair and your scalp, you can have some dry blood. It literally could just be hiding anywhere. So it could be that she's really trying to go that route or... She's trying to go, you know, she's just shallow. She she wants to just look good when she goes to jail. Maybe. I, I it's really hard to tell. Um, this last clip is after the officer leaves the room. This is her like kind of dealing with everything. She she's now by herself thinking, Holy shit, they found all these evidence against me. So this is what a person that's completely guilty. Will do, guys. If you're not watching on YouTube, you guys should watch this. At least watch this. It's kind of wild. So here we go. You should have at least done your makeup, Jody. Gosh, you should have at least done your makeup, Jody. Gosh, that's what she says. Let's listen to that again. done your makeup, Jody. What's the fun? I didn't hear you breathe. I wonder how my What <gasps> uh, uh, I don't want What? It might change my memory. I
1: can't breathe Until you're resting here with me What the I fuck bro This like
0: gives go. me chills can hide So now I, I cut this because it happens uh, Pretty later But this This bitch is really doing a headstand She's She's doing a headstand why? Why? Oh my god! Oh my god, guys! This bitch is really doing a headstand after being told that she murdered her ex-boyfriend, and she is like fidgety. So I had to cut it. There's like five minutes between all these. She sings. She's fidgety. She's like talking to herself about doing her makeup, like, and she's doing a fucking head head headstand. And she, she doesn't even, she's not wearing shoes. Like, what, what is happening here? What is happening all over here? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, 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 wow. Yeah. So, that's a lot. Um. So, right now, she's just doing, I don't think there's anything more. I'm going to play the last bit of the clip. But this bitch is really doing a headstand. That is so normal. I would have. I know they're watching this because sometimes they have a live feed of what we're seeing right now. They must be like, yeah, this bitch did it. There's no need for the evidence. She did it. Like, there's there's just no way. She is literally doing a headstand on the interrogation room. What is happening? <sighs> wow. Wow. That's a solid headstand. Wow. Wow 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 wow. She really did that. So yeah. She did a headstand. She's singing. And also fucking up the lyrics. Cause I looked up the song. Cause I like the I don't know. I'm like, maybe the song means something. It's just some random ass song from the 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 time. And it's not I can't I can't breathe or whatever. It's I can't leave. So she's already fucking up the song. Um, Obviously, right after this, she goes. They didn't catch her in the headset. I would have. Oh, my God. I would have loved that she's doing the headset. and They're like, what are you doing? You're under arrest. And they fucking handcuff her feet or something. That'd be kind of funny. Um, But they don't. She kind of just goes back, sits down, and she's like laying down. Um, Obviously, I do think that this is like her coping with her nerves because she's probably like realizing that this is it for her. And she can't do anything with herself. Like, she's nervous. Uh, she's also very fidgety, which I had to cut out all that. But she's, like, touching the trash can. She grabs, like, a piece of paper. She does all these things. And it's obviously she, she's just kind of fucked. She knows she's fucked. And she can't do anything. So do a headstand. Um, so obviously after this, this, her story was that she wasn't there that she was on she she just wasn't even on the area. She didn't see him that day or anything even though there's evidence of it. The second time that they interrogate her, they end up she ends up telling a whole different story. So she changes the story that two intruders broke into his home while she was there and killed Travis, but Jody was left to live. But they threatened her, saying that if she ever says anything, she says anything to the cops that she was going to die or her family was going to die. So that's why she was quiet. She was just afraid. She was afraid. Um, cops or obviously like, that's some bullshit. Like, that you did that. Like, literally, there's a picture of him alive one minute and the other minute he's gone. Like, there's there's just no way. There was no sign of breaking and, and entering and she tries to say, like, well, he trusted, you know, he trusted everybody. He left his doors unlocked. Like, which mother, why the fuck are people leaving their doors unlocked? That's a, do people really do that? That's wild to me. Jesus. So that was pretty much one of the stories. Cause when she goes to court, she decides to tell a whole different other story. Yep. She decides to (laughs) say, oh Jesus, when she's in court, she says that she, she pretty much pleads guilty to killing Travis under self-defense. Yep. She goes from not being there to being there, but two intruders killed him to she did it, but it was self-defense. The guy that she was talking in the first interrogation all sweet about. He was such a nice guy. He was the sweetest person, blah, 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 all that to. Yeah, that he was angry, he was jealous, and that he had a temper. Um, She ends up smearing his name entirely. Which contrasts the first interrogation so much because she's so worried about like, oh my God, people are going to find out that, you know, he's sleeping with me and that's not okay. I want, I want people to, you know, I want his name to be, you know, preserved and that he's such a nice guy, but all this bullshit, right? Yeah, she ends up saying some crazy shit during the trial, which she says that he was into children yes yes you heard me right she ends up saying that he was into children had child you know naughty pictures on his computer that they couldn't find and that apparently he asked her to wear little boys like spider-man underwear and she tried making connection to like oh he was close to some kid so maybe it was like that And it was like... She found it weird. So... Yeah. She goes there. She really fucking goes there. And I'm telling you... She's very manipulative. So... Obviously she tries to manipulate the entire jury. With that... She starts saying that... Apparently... When she was taking the pictures... He was so private. He was already angry about that. She drops the camera. And he gets angry. And he's had enough. he starts attacking her. And... Yeah, she supposedly ends up grabbing a gun from his closet and shooting him in the head. But, John, like, she stabs him 27 times. Like, she sl- she slid his throat. Or, like, how does she going to explain that? Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> the way she explains it, they ask her, how was he stabbed 27 times? Oh, I don't know. I blanked out. I, uh, it's all blurry. I don't remember. Yeah. She doesn't remember. That's how she explains the 27 stab wounds. Um, yeah. yeah. She remembers details like she dropped the camera, I bounced a couple times, she tries to grab it, but he's attacking her. She remembers shit like that, but not, oh. I stabbed him 27 times. <laughs> so fucking crazy. Ah. Yay. Yay. So. Obviously. They were trying to seek. For the death penalty. It is. A completely horrendous crime. It's not an easy thing to do either. Uh, even. You know. States that have the death penalty. As a. You know. Punishment. Is very hard to do. But. Obviously. The. The, the, the judge was saying that this was such a horrendous crime, obviously premeditated, um, all the evidence points towards premeditated, but she was actually sentenced in, on April 13, 2015, so a lot of time passed, for life in prison without a chance of parole she's doing she's in jail apparently she has a kid i don't know in jail i don't really understand i didn't look into that because obviously she's a shit person i don't care for her um but yeah that is the case of jody arias she is a wild one right guys she's pretty insane and my thoughts are just fucking crazy (laughs) <laughs> That's a, it's just it, she is literally the epitome of crazy. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do the death penalty for her, to be honest, because there was so much evidence towards her. I know there was like a lot of uh, a lot that was like a pause because she was charged in 2018 for the murders, but they didn't actually put her in prison. Like they didn't actually do the punishment until 2015 or something like that. Um. Yeah. 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 It was, oh, my God, guys. So, obviously, there was a lot of red flags from the dating aspect to the interrogation that she actually did it or that she wasn't stable. She wasn't okay. Um, Obviously, she's doing a fucking headstand because, obviously, that's a normal thing to do in an interrogation room. And, yeah, I, I, I chose this one at first just because I find it. So it, it like kind of hits close because there's like a meme in my friend group that is like, Jonathan, this these will be the kind of girls I'd be dating. Like There's a shit ton of red flags, but I'm over here like, yeah, let's go. You know, I'm blinded. And it, it, it sucks because it's like once you're you're in love with a person or there's some mutual trust, you kind of put blinders on. And it's like no matter what kind of red flags they do, they can do no harm your way because it's like you know your friends will tell you but it's like oh d- you know she's crazy you shouldn't trust her but i don't know it's like oh well she's seen me in these like emotional states or there's so much trust that you don't really think about it and obviously if there's any alpha male listeners out there this is that i'm not trying to say that every woman is like this obviously Jody judy Arias is just a fucking wild case and there are very, there's a lot of great people out there that are not like her at all. So uh, don't try to twist my words in saying that. Um, I just, you know, my friends are like, hey, this, is the, this is how you would go if you keep doing what you're doing. So I, I, always, I always say that this kind of hits close because it's like I'd be trusting someone that will be doing headstands in an interrogation room. That's something I would definitely would be doing um but if you guys have the time go on youtube there's the whole interrogation there are many documentaries about her on youtube that are very well done um and obviously if you guys enjoyed the episode go give me a thumbs up review anything uh obviously i don't know if this is going to be a weekly thing i would love to do like a second episode in the week just talking about something other than horror movies. If this is your first episode watching, we I do have a co-host, Carlos The Horror Daddy, um, called the Horror Daddies Podcast, where we talk about horror movies and the daddies in them, obviously. Um, but for all of you that have been watching, you know, I want to say thank you so much for watching. And for our listeners, thank you so much for listening and for all the support, really, guys. It's been fantastic. Love doing the show every week and yeah, I really, I really, really do appreciate it. So if you guys enjoyed this, let me know down below. So guys, thank you for joining me. My name is John. And I'll see you in your dream. Or daddies. Bye guys.